Welcome to the Alcohol Freedom Podcast, where we're bringing you a modern and judgment-free conversation about how we relate to our drinking habits. I'm Michelle Kapler, and you've got episode 31. Hello, my friend. Thanks for being here. I'm Michelle Kapler, your guide to finding your winding way into alcohol freedom. I talk a lot about alcohol freedom on the podcast, and I want to explain what I mean by that today. This is going to be a short and sweet episode, but I just wanted to make sure that I really kind of define what I mean, because when it comes to alcohol use, sometimes there's a huge spectrum of definitions that we can get caught up in. So I just want to explain where I'm coming from. So what is alcohol freedom? Does it mean being alcohol free? Does it mean never drinking? Does it mean being sober? Different people are going to have different answers to this, and that's totally okay. But I think the answer is no. To me, alcohol freedom means that we are free from our negative patterns associated with our drinking. And for some, this means not drinking at all. I'm like this. I don't drink at this time, but I also don't say that I can never drink again. And if you want to hear me get into that in more detail, you can listen to episode 29 from two weeks ago called, I can drink if I want to. And I go into all that in that episode. So for some, alcohol freedom means that they do still drink. Their relationship with their drinking is simply different than it was before. To me, alcohol freedom means that you are in control of your drinking. This would be the opposite of feeling like alcohol is controlling you, or that you're drinking against your own will, or that your actions don't align with your desires when it comes to drinking, like you say you're going to do something and then you do a different thing, or that you always drink way more or more often or in larger quantities than you want to. Alcohol freedom is completely losing the desire to drink. It means freedom from that intense automatic response to pour a glass of something anytime we feel stress or anxiety or irritation or worry or boredom, any of those negative emotions. And alcohol freedom is living a life where you don't even really think about drinking. It's just not on your mind. And alcohol freedom means that you're free from the negative mental gymnastics that many of us do around our drinking, the constant worry about our drinking, the questioning, the self-doubt, the beating ourselves up, the wondering if our loved ones notice how much we drink or if they think it's a problem. It's also the self-judgment and harsh criticism that happens when we drink too much or do something that we wouldn't have done if we weren't drinking. And to me, alcohol freedom means just not having that on our minds. Alcohol freedom is freedom from the negative consequences of our drinking. For me, there was a lot of health issues that were arising because of our drinking, our relationships being affected, our ability to just show up in our lives in exactly the way we want to, or in a way that we know that we have the potential to do if we were able to kind of push through all of this noise and mental gymnastics that we were constantly doing with ourselves over our drinking. Alcohol freedom is knowing that we have full and intentional access to and control of our thoughts, feelings, and actions. It is freedom from living a life where we're always under a cloud of another hangover or negative self-talk caused by our hangover or the things that we said the night before. It's being able to show up in our lives exactly the way we want to. It's living up to our full potential because our brains aren't just simply cluttered with all of the muck that comes with overdrinking. So when you look at that definition and you look at that and think, yep, I want that. I don't have that now. And that 
and I desire to have that kind of a picture in my life. Does all of this mean that we have to completely eliminate alcohol from our lives in order to achieve that? I think no. I think people can find alcohol freedom and also drink, but it's interesting that many people who take a break and cultivate this alcohol-free life, even though they're kind of saying, yeah, I, I can also drink if I want to, and I'm going to keep alcohol in my life. It's interesting that many people find themselves in a place where they simply don't want to drink anymore, even if they have the option to do so, even if they're telling themselves that they can't drink anymore. They have lost their intense desire for an obsession with drinking. And it's interesting because life opens up in such a beautiful way when that happens. Because our brains and our bodies are no longer consumed with alcohol, both physically and mentally. And there's just so much space. There's so much more time. We're no longer constantly occupied with the thoughts and feelings and consequences of our drinking. And with that time and space, with all of that extra, we can do anything we want with our lives. So I'm often asked, if I quit drinking, do I have to stop forever? And my answer is no, but you might want to. You'll probably want to because my process, the one that I use in my approach to creating this alcohol freedom with my clients is that you're getting to this place that's far beyond just saying no and using willpower. That's not part of the process. It's so much more than simply not putting alcohol into a glass and ingesting it. We're looking to actually change the way our brains work. We're looking to rewire our neural pathways. We're looking to make a sustainable change to the habit that we formed. We're seeking to change our cycle of desire for alcohol. We're looking to eliminate that desire. We're aiming to just not think about it anymore. We're looking to create a scenario where our brain doesn't automatically default to thinking about drinking when we're stressed or anxious or experiencing any other negative emotion. We're looking to create a space where we don't automatically add alcohol to every occasion, whether positive or negative. We don't desire it. It just doesn't cross our minds. And because we're looking to meet all of these goals, the process will cause our brains and bodies to actually change. And what this means is that when we develop the skills that are required in order to meet these goals, we will have the tools to be able to approach drinking consciously and deliberately, which is the opposite of our previous relationship with alcohol, which was unconscious and not deliberate. Have you ever thought about what it would be like to live a life where you don't think about alcohol? Have you ever said to yourself, I just wish I didn't love drinking so much? I used to say that all the time. Do you want to not want to drink? For me, it was about 50-50. Half of me really liked the idea of not having desire for alcohol, and half of me was super terrified by not having my old friend, my crutch, the thing that was guaranteed to provide instant comfort when I was not doing well. I really felt scared when I thought about not having that available to me in the same way. So if I could go back and talk to myself two years ago, and for the previous 10 years before that, I would probably tell myself that actually doing it was surprisingly less painful than staying the same. It was hard sometimes. It required that I pay attention and do the work, but I suffered so much more deeply before I made the change and anticipating making the change. Because back when I was drinking heavily and was in a very ugly place because of it, all I really wanted was to find relief. 
And if I could, I would go back and tell myself that the relief I feel now when I think about my life back then and how far I've come, it's just so much better than the temporary relief that I found with those first few sips of my nightly glass. Well, let's be honest, my nightly bottle of wine. So here's my question for you. When I talk about this, what comes up for you? What are some of your thoughts? What emotions and feelings come up in your body? My guess is that it's probably similar to my previous response. Maybe 50% curiosity and 50% terror. (laughs) Maybe 50% inspiration and 50% disbelief. Maybe thinking, well, she could do it, but I could never do that because I'm different. Or, no, no, you don't understand. There's actually something wrong with me. Or I've tried things in the past and they just haven't worked. These are all such common thoughts and feelings when it comes to making a change with your drinking. And if you have these thoughts and feelings, I just want to tell you that you're on the right track. I want to hear from you. Let's have a conversation to see if this approach to changing your relationship with alcohol might be a good fit for you. I offer a free 60-minute consultation so I can get to know you a little bit. You can ask me any questions that you might have, and we decide together if you'd be a good fit for one-on-one coaching in my alcohol freedom program. You're going to head to michellecapler.com, or you can grab the link from the show notes, and you're going to book your free consultation today. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you've got this, my friend.